Welcome to the Nourished for Life podcast, a podcast for women who are ready to put diet culture behind them and start creating right now a new relationship with food and their bodies. I'm your host, Sabrina Rice, and I'm going to show you how to put the diet mindset behind you so that you can start living nourished for life. So what are you waiting for? Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to a new week and a new episode of the Nourished for Life podcast. So I hope that you all are having an amazing, almost end to your summer and that you are getting done what you wanted to get done and have created all the amazing, fantastic memories that you want to end the summer with and go into the fall. And if you have children or whatever your fall will be, that you are feeling and leaving it on a high note. So This week, I really want to talk about the all-or-nothing diet behavior trap, or the all-or-nothing approach, as I like to call it as well, but it's really a diet behavior trap. So, I want to talk about that today, and I want to talk to you so you can understand how it is actually keeping you from your progress and how it's ruining your progress, and I'm going to give you a couple tips on how to overcome that. Because every time you listen to my podcast, every time you read my content, I do want to leave you with some practical steps that you can implement right away and practice all week. So that way you can become a greater version of you. So have you ever said to someone or said to yourself, I will start tomorrow or you've started a diet one day and ate something that is not quote unquote, on plan, and you ruined your progress. Have you ever had a cheat day or a cheat weekend to reward yourself for staying on your diet or your plan? Or maybe you woke up one day, you stepped on the scale, and you didn't see any progress, so you said, screw it, and you just ate what you wanted to the whole day, the rest of the day. Or maybe you were just so busy during your day at work or handling the kids, being with the kids, or maybe, you know, out with your spouse, like whatever that case is, you were just busy and you forgot to eat. You forgot to plan to eat or plan some snacks or plan some lunch. And at the end of the day, you noticed that you were then elbow deep in a bag of Cheetos and you were like, "Mm, I'll do better tomorrow. And of course you continue to devour the whole bag and you turn orange the whole time. (laughs) It's really a struggle, isn't it? With those darn uh, Cheetos or those types of chips, or perhaps You have gone to a restaurant and didn't see anything on the menu that was quote-unquote diet-friendly or something that was on your plan, and so you decided to just throw caution to the wind and eat whatever you wanted and whatever sounded good, and you made yourself feel better by saying in this moment, this will just count as my cheat meal for the week, you know, and then maybe you go and you overeat and you overindulge in foods at that meal or during the week. It usually ended for me when I was in the diet world. Or when I live my life by a diet unknowingly, it would progress to weeks. Diet cheat weeks. <laughs> um, you know, but maybe you have that situation and then you're going to just say to yourself, right, because you feel so guilty and shameful, I'll be good tomorrow. There are endless amounts of cases or scenarios or situations or different phrases And I'm willing to bet that every single woman that is hearing this right now has lived this to some degree and has said a lot of these things at one point or another in her life, whether in your head or actually to the person that you were with. 
Whether it is a diet that you are doing, certain foods you are trying to quote unquote stay away from, maybe you're wanting to exercise or really start anything new, any improvements that you want to start new, these thoughts and behaviors do happen. They actually happen a lot. So if you just stop and you listen sometime when you're out and about and hearing conversations between girlfriends, perhaps at a restaurant or just in any of those situations, maybe at a coffee shop, like just any of those situations, you will notice. They are just so socially acceptable and it's really normal to us to have these conversations and talk food in this light and to talk about these things and to talk about, you know, diets and bodies a lot, right? Like obsessively even. That we don't even think twice about it. We don't even recognize it. We don't understand that it could be a potential issue that we're having. And that's why we can't ever get the change that we desire because we don't see it. You don't know what you don't know is something I say to myself all the time. These situations and conversations that happen, they're not new to us. Like I said, we don't even think twice about it, but they can be very dangerous if we don't understand or we do not pay attention to seeing them and also seeing why they are harmful. Now, I have two girls, so I have been hyper aware of all of these things for a very long time, all because I had lived them for such a long time. And so I'm always using um, those types of scenarios out in the world and those situations at restaurants and pointing those out to my girls so that way they can also be aware. Now, These sorts of behaviors, this behavior is what I would call the all or nothing approach. And it is a learned behavior directly from diet culture itself. Yes, once again, more behaviors (laughs) that we really don't see as a problem until we do, of course, directly supported from the disordered world of eating. And you might notice a lot, I do not say eating disorders. Sometimes I do, but I like to call it disordered eating because I think that we all have a thought process and we have a visual about what an eating disorder is. And we easily dismiss ourselves being a part of that world. And so I like to use disordered eating because it defines that our eating is not quite right. And so many women don't even realize it. I didn't realize I had a binge eating disorder until I did, until somebody pointed it out. I was like, oh, you know what? You're so right. (laughs) You're so right. And I couldn't change it until I realized it. And so these sorts of situations, these sort of conversations set us up for eating disorders. I know that's a very bold statement, but I really, really believe it's true. I saw it myself and I see it in so many clients and so many women. It's all over Facebook, Instagram. It's there. And what happens is they set us up for thinking that food calls the shots in our life, that the food has control and that there are actually good foods and that there are actually bad foods. People will fight to the death to me or with me on this specific thing of good foods and bad foods. And We also, because we think that there are good foods and bad foods, because we're told, not because we think, it's because we've learned this from somewhere. It's not like you were born and you just think and know that there's certain foods out there that are good and there's certain foods that are bad. But what is dangerous is that because we have those thoughts, we then think that when we eat good foods, we are good, right? We deserve praise. And when we eat bad foods, that we are bad, right? We feel guilt and shame. And that is complete BS. BS. 
this thinking, my friends, it keeps us locked into a mindset that is a diet mindset. And what is a mindset? A mindset is just the thoughts that you constantly think. It's your programming that has been, you know, formed from years of you living. Everything that you have seen and done, it's all accumulated into your thoughts, your mindset. And then we see everything from that, from those thoughts and from that lens. And what happens is we put too much power in the hands of food, like I said before. And when we do that, it strips away our own power and it leaves us feeling helpless to food. I remember feeling helpless around food all the time. And so many of my clients, same thing. And they don't even realize it's not, it's power to have because when you take the power out of the out of your hands or out of our hands because I'm included too where the power really only ever is the power is never outside of yourself right unless you give it to it and when it's placed you know out of our hands and then we try and place it outside of ourselves right the power outside of ourselves because we're giving it to food we even dig our grave or our hole deeper. We feel more hopeless. We feel more miserable, especially when we try to change our food behaviors because we keep hitting that wall. How many of you out there have tried to lose weight, keep failing, keep going around that diet cycle and that roller coaster, right? You keep spinning around and around and around. So when we try to lose weight or when we try to eat better, right? We just can't change those food behaviors, And that's not okay, ladies. It is not okay. We are being set up to fail. It's not even okay for one moment in my personal world or in my mindset or for any woman that I know and love. And if you're listening to this, I love you. I care about you. Otherwise, I would not be doing this podcast. I would not be doing this work. But my friends, you need to see it. And we together, we need to stop it. Now, I just want to say this as a caveat. If you don't see dying as, dieting as an issue, I don't know why you'd be listening to this, but if you don't see it as an issue, right, maybe just yet or maybe ever, right, it's your life. You rock it. You get to do you. That's my motto. That's what I tell all my clients. You do you. I don't want you doing me. I want you doing you. But if you don't see it from the same perspective as I do, I just want to let you know it's totally cool. But I also want to let you know that if these words are triggering you to defend a certain diet or lifestyle, which is still a damn diet, um, if it's putting you in that position where it's like, oh, you know, blah, 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 you're, you're stepping up to defend it, I just want to ask you right in this moment to just take some deep breaths, chill out. I just want you to hear me out on this. I want you to hopefully hear me out from a place of seeking to understand a different side, not that you are right or that I am right from a place of just you're a human being, I'm a human being, and together we're just trying to understand each other's human experience because you never know what you might or might not leave with from this podcast today. You never know what this might spark and bring on for growth. And I'm all about growth and making myself and every other person who wants to have that same growth better than the woman they were yesterday. But let's continue on. So this all or nothing behavior is 100% learned. Like I said, you didn't grow out of the womb and boom, you had this thought and you had this behavior. But this behavior can be very dangerous to us women. You know, women 
who have been told over and over and over and over and over that in order to be accepted or be enough by society that we live in, that we must weigh less, that we must take up less space, and that we somehow need to make our life's goal all about how we look so we can attract men or get what we want versus actually you know, deciding individually how we each want to look and how we each want to show up in the world and how we want to make a difference instead of just caring about how we look, right? Like we all get to do us. We all get to be our own person in this world. And you know, this eating behavior that we have learned and have been practicing for years of our lives, I know in my case, it was like 15 plus years I was practicing this diet behavior. It has us ending up further frustrated and further not being able to lose the weight or whatever your health goal is because I'm not all about weight loss, right? In fact, you know me, I'm pretty much against the weight loss just from the perspective that it does trigger us and it creates a lot of emotions and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, but it it puts us up into a spot where we can't lose weight and we can't stick to a diet or we can't stick to foods that we really want to eat, you know, things like that uh, because we are told to eat these things because they are good and they are bad, It sets us up to be further frustrated in that whole cycle. It stops us and it ruins our chances for making any real progress towards real health, right? No matter what our health goals are. And I like women to focus on how they feel. I like them to see that they can get stronger, that they can feel better, they can have more energy, that they can eat and not feel bloated, and that they can leave the table and not care that their plate isn't empty, right? And so what can we do to create a better experience with our health goals? How can we take our goals to that next level or, you know, start actually achieving them and from a healthier mental space or, you know, just have a better relationship with our bodies for the first time or, you know, maybe we even see food in a saner way. So what can we do to create this? Well, you're going to know if you know me that the first line of defense is always to be aware, but My friends, it truly is the first and the best step to start with for any change that you are trying to make. Because again, right, you don't know what you don't know and you can't see what you can't see, which is the beauty of having a coach in your life because they show you what you do not see. And those things are usually what are holding you back because if you could see them, you change them. And if you're not, well, you're going to be in that same spot. (laughs) So you have to recognize that you are doing this too, that, that this is also a part of your language and that it is not helping, or I like to use the word serving you in any way, shape or form. If anything, it's actually kept you from moving forward because this mindset has created for you a thought of eating this is good and eating this is bad. It has no doubt made your health worse. Perhaps it's helped you to gain weight instead of lose it or even maintain it because nobody wants to eat salad for an eternity. Let's get real. Let's get real. Perhaps... It's messed up your gut. So many women have these issues after dieting for such a long time and going off and on the bandwagon of eating and overeating, right? It messes with your gut. It just does. And, you know, maybe it's making certain foods feel completely horrible over others when you eat them, right? Do you feel bloated? Do you have less energy? Like, how do you feel after you eat? Maybe it's made you feel so tired all the time. Like I felt so lethargic every day. I had to drink so much coffee to get myself going and I didn't understand why. Perhaps it stopped you from living your life fully. 
because you have a fear that you're going to gain weight if you just simply eat a piece of cake, have a slice of pizza, have some candy, chips, go to the movies, have popcorn, whatever it is, right? And that's going to stop you from having a good time with your friends. But here's the thing with awareness. I can't tell you. Think about it. I can't tell you. You have to tell you. Recognize it. Be aware of it. And you have to see this in your own life. You have to identify that this is you too. And you have to start there. So maybe you need to do some journaling today or tonight or this week. Maybe you need to have a few days after listening to this podcast and just live with this different awareness or this higher awareness. And then you can start to see things more clearly. But it starts with seeing and knowing and really just understanding that this is happening. Then, for you who might be already aware, or maybe now you are aware because I've pointed it out to you, hopefully very clearly, and maybe you're ready to start changing it, then you need to start by reframing it. Reframing all of those phrases, all of those situations, all of those conversations. And you need to just realize it. And when you start to hear yourself say things like, I'm having a cheat meal, cut it out. Don't, don't, don't. Like recognize it and then self-correct. Change it to not saying anything like out loud if that's what you're doing, right? If it's another person or whatever the case may be, because usually we say those things because we are feeling shameful and guilty. But if your brain is going nuts like mine totally used to, you must simply say to yourself, and this is the reframing part, quote unquote, this is just food and I am going to eat this food. It is perfectly okay to eat this food and I am 100% in control of choosing to eat and therefore I am choosing right now in this moment to enjoy it. Did you hear those words? Did you hear those words? Very intentional. The more you do this, the more relaxed you should feel, the less anxious you will become, and the more ownership you will take, which is going to lead to more control over foods. And the more control and decisions that you have over food from a space of calm and being fully present the more sustainable health goals can become. Because when you aren't ordering food from a place of deprivation or ordering from a place of guilt or from shame, the less it will matter to you. The less it matters to you, the more neutral food becomes. And the more neutral food becomes, the less you want to cheat or eat crap that you can't have because you just allow it all. There is no special day of cheat meals, cheat days, whatever. There is no deprivation. It's all just food. And it's just you living your life around food, being the badass that I know you can be. Now, although this is so, 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 so transformative, this is also isn't the end and be all to the issue, right? It's not like do this, it's gonna be great and glorious, right? It's a process. This is an amazing step forward to the rest of, of your life free from diet culture. And if you have been dieting for years like I did, 
then you just need to be patient with yourself and you need to practice this step a lot because you have a lot of thoughts in that head of yours that are constantly playing on autopilot and you don't even realize it that are going to be coming up in like 20 different variations of that same thing as I'm having a cheat meal. Trust me, it does. I've experienced it personally. Every single person I know constantly new thoughts popping out all over the place. It's like whack-a-mole. But you got to be patient and you have to reframe them all and you have to get to a place that I just described. Remember, being in a rush to any health goal is a deeper symptom that you must address. It's another common diet behavior. So read my blogs, go on my social media, listen to my podcast like you are right now, and keep moving forward. Keep trying but if you notice that you want help, if right in this moment you're like, I, I know I need help, I need guidance, and I'm ready to invest in the rest of my life with my time and effort, I'm willing to make this the last time and like this work. Because there's always a last time. <laughs> you just have to believe it. You just have to get over the mind drama of it. And once you've gotten over that mind drama of it all, right, I'm here to help. I can help you personally start the journey to a healthy relationship with food and your body while saying adios to diet culture. So I hope this has helped. Please subscribe. Please share. Leave a review if this has changed your life even a little bit. I know that it's still new. This is, I think, episode number seven. But every single week, my goal is to come out with another episode that will help transform your life help create a better relationship, create more awareness that you do need a better relationship because that's how you get the life you want. That's how you get to that space where you finally don't care about losing weight perhaps or making your body be the biggest, topest priority in the whole entire world, right? Like you have so much better things to do with your time in your life. You've got people to love, things to see, impact to create, careers, right? This focus of external things that don't matter is a waste of time. But you can feel good about yourself. You can feel good in your skin, with your body. And that's what makes all of those things that I just talked about, yes, more sweeter because you're not obsessing over it. So... In the show notes, all the ways to contact me or follow me. And I hope that you come back next week for another amazing episode. Take care. Bye-bye.